This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the anointed word of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless the holy name. We worship you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory as we commit this service unto the mighty hand. Come and have your way. As your word of salvation goes forth, let it go forth as a two-edged sword. That everything that is not of you in our lives will be uprooted. Let that seed of eternity in heaven that is garnished by the fruit of the Spirit be our portion. Let it be sown in our life through this message in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The message titled, Jesus is Coming Soon, Part 1. Jesus is coming soon. And we'll be hearing, He's coming. He's coming. Some people will laugh. Hey, they have come again. They have come again. Before we were born, our ancestors had it. Our fathers, grandfathers had it. And since I was born, I've been hearing of this thing. Some will say, I will still hear it and I will die. I will still continue. My children will continue to hear. The question is, if he comes now, are you prepared? Those of us that clown with everything, make joke with everything, if he comes, are you prepared? You think you can make it? Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. He said, for the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. He that will need souls is wise. The question this morning, <laughs> are you wise? Have you been winning souls for Christ? If you have been winning souls, that means you are wise. If you have not been winning souls, you're a foolish Christian. Five foolish virgins and five wise virgins. They were all Christians, virgins. But five were foolish. Five were wise. Matthew chapter 10. Come with me to Matthew chapter 10. I will read from verse 28. I fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Fear God and no man. Hello? Man can kill the body, but he cannot kill your soul. Because your soul belongs to who? Belongs to God. Don't go and please man and go to hell. It's better you please God and go to heaven. Even if man is going to deprive you of every earthly benefits or inheritance, don't please man. Even they are offering you things that will make you comfortable and eat, but at the last day you spend eternity in hell. Don't accept that. Be afraid of that man that's able to deny you eternity in heaven. Matthew chapter 10 verse 32. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, you will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. Whosoever shall win souls for me, shall declare me before men, will talk about me, will market me. Him will I market before my Father in heaven. Most of us were marketers, but we cannot market Jesus. We market different brands for earthly enrichment. We can market Christ. We can talk about our brands. We can talk about anything earthly, but once it comes to talking about Jesus, no, 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 no. 
You know, I'm not fanatical about these things, you know. I'm not those people that carry this thing called Jesus Christ on my head. No, no, no. It's a word of life. I just go to church on Sunday if I can. I live my life. I don't want to be among fanatical Christians. That ensnares by the words of their mouth. You use your mouth. You remove yourself from the kingdom of God. One day, you see that on a heavenly screen where you use your mouth to reject yourself entrance to the kingdom of God. Because of what? Earthly riches. It's not witches. That day, we won't say it is witches or marina, that ancestral power, power from your father that stopped you from entering heaven. You are the one that will stop yourself. You are the one that will empower yourself to enter heaven, or you will be the one that will deny yourself from entering heaven. Verse 33. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my father which is in heaven. That job you do does no longer allow you to have time for Christ. Earthly wealth does not allow you to have time to come and worship God. You are too busy Monday to Saturday that even on Sunday, that is number one spiritual tithe, Sunday. Tithe of seven days is Sunday. One day, you must give God one day. The original practice of Sabbath day, that day, nothing is done that day. Hello? Nothing, that is the original tithe. Seven days, you must give God Sabbath day, the Sabbath day. That shall keep the Sabbath day what? What do you do? You still collect it from God and it is tithe. Tithe of seven days is one day. That Sabbath day, you must give it to God. It's not enough. Since there is not enough for you, you still collect it and eat. Just as 10% tithe, financial tithes, they are supposed to go to God. You have 90%. It's not enough for you. Still take that 10% and eat the 100%. That day, God will ask you for all the money I give to you to do his work on earth, which you have eaten. The tithe you are eating will stop you from entering heaven. If you like, believe what they are saying outside about tithe. I will tell you the truth. That will deny you from entering heaven. Because God gave you that money for expansion of his gospel. And you frustrated his kingdom. You closed his business. And you think that you can frustrate his business on earth and enter kingdom on heaven. You cannot fight God's business. And you will be with him eternity in heaven. Hell will be your portion. I will tell you the truth because that is my word. You shall know the truth and the truth shall do what? Set you free. I will tell you the true respect of what you want to believe. That is my work. My name is Prophet Ezekiel. We are talking about kingdom business this morning. And we are talking about nothing but the truth. You don't have time for God. You can't even do assignment as a worker in the church. You are too busy. The spiritual controls the physical. The spiritual realm and the physical realm. He that cometh from above is above them all. He that cometh from earth is what? Earthly. Man is a spirit with a soul and lives in a body. The body is from the earth. That's why when we finish our assignment here, our body cannot cross this earth. It goes back to ash to ash, dust to what? Dust. It's the spirit that cometh and the soul that cometh from above that goes back to heaven. There is nothing that is tangible on this earth that will enter heaven. There is nothing that is tangible. 
that job that denied you from serving God, that day you will stand, your spirit and soul will stand before the creator. That job was demanding, Lord. That was why I, I hadn't time for you. Where is the job now? The job cannot speak for you. All those people that manipulated you against God, those riches, those friends that you listen to, none of them will be there to speak for you. You are one of your children that stop you from having time for God. None of them will be there to speak for you. That husband you are looking for that made you go into sin, that husband you are looking for that made you reject God will not be there to speak for you. There is nothing earthly that will be there to speak for you. Only your works on earth. And it has to be written the fruit of the Spirit. The thing you do for God, you have done. The talent I gave to you, parable of talent, we read it in the Bible, it's like a story. It's going to happen on the last day. All of us have talent God has given to us to trade with on this earth. We all have talents. Parable of talent, they are real. That one written in the Bible, we laugh about the talent. We say, that man was very foolish. That man, how he utilized his talent. Many people are still doing it today. The talent God gave to you, what are you doing with that talent? The time God gave to you, 247, you rejected God. You are busy. That job you are doing becomes your God. You can't do assignment. You can't come for meeting the church. Becomes your God. The kingdom of God does not encourage slumber. It does not encourage weaknesses. We do not tolerate poverty. If you are poor, God brings you out from poverty. It comes by faith. Anything you want from God must be true faith. Nobody should stop you. No doctrine should stop you from having time for Christ. Because if you deny him in your service, deny him through evangelism, so we need Deny him different ways. Say he will deny you that day. Deny him in not starving his business tight. Deny him in not giving him the day you are supposed to have an appointment with him. He said he will deny you that day. Kama horo koma haya. The Lord is good. Verse 34. Think that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but what? A sword. I didn't come for peace. I came sought. Sought to open up hidden things. Those things that are hidden, I will open up or will they stop? There are some people that the Antichrist has released their message just against pastors, churches, churches. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Is there any profession you don't have bad eggs? You have bad eggs everywhere. And then, you see, things will happen that even their lights will be deceived to take wrong decisions. Certain things will be public that will make you your love for Christ, your service to Christ was cool. That's why it says, study to show yourself approved unto God. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 17 Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. I'm a watchman. Hello? That's my work. A watchman. Ezekiel, the one that the Lord threatens. That's why no power can destroy me. Because my strength is not normal strength. I'm born and strengthened by the Lord for this vision, for this calling. Solomon have made it a watchman unto the house of Israel, born to tell people the truth. Therefore, hear the word of my mouth and give them warning from me. Warning from the Lord, Jesus is coming soon. Give them warning, he's coming soon. When I say unto the wicked, 
Thou shalt surely die. And that giveth him no warning. Nor speaketh to warn the wicked from his wicked way. To save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at thy hand. That's why I'm speaking the truth this morning. So that nobody's blood will be in my hands. Yet. 19. If thou warn the wicked. And he turn not from his wickedness. Not from his wicked way. He shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy what? So. You have done the work. Again, when a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die, because that has not given him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he had done, shall not be remembered, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Nevertheless, if thou want the righteous man, that the righteous man sin not, and he doth not sin, he shall surely live, because he is one. Also, that has delivered thy word. So, the Lord has been talking about his second coming. It's not a story. It's not a story. There are heavenly realities about his second coming. The news has been going around the world before you and I were born. Whether we believe it or not, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is coming indeed. But he won't tell you when he's coming. The Lord even the hour that he in the Son of God does not know. So how will you know? Everything about God is by what? Faith. We receive by faith. So you must believe that he's coming by faith. And you must be prepared. So that you will not be caught on our ways. That he has not come. All this why? It's simply because of his mercies and grace for the world. It's because of his grace. In the door of Noah. They laughed at Noah. Every day he kept on preparing. Building the ark. They were laughing. They were laughing. They were gathered. Children were born. They went to school. Noah was still building the ark, painting and repenting. The ark would grow old. He would still repent. Depend where of he would still repent. And they were mocking him. But that fateful day, the door of the ark was closed. And that was the day they decided to enter the ark. But the door was closed. They kept on mocking. Just as they they keep on mocking about his coming. And his hands are open. If you look at the cross, his hands are open. The, what you see on the cross, his hands open. And no longer the way they, it is now. The hands are very, very close now. Once the two hands touch his rapture, he's gathering as many, as many as receive him. As many are running to him, he's gathering them. Gathering all over the way. His hands are gathering. They are gathering. Them. The day the hands closes, bam! rapture takes place. Then you look for how to enter into that hand. You say, no, 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 no. Jesus, I swear I receive you now. I receive you. In fact, everything is me and you now. It will be late. It will be late. Like the day of Noah. It will happen again. If he comes in this present state of this world, many will go to hell. I pray this morning that hell will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus is coming soon. How prepared are you? There are issues we must analyze and put in place for us to be ready for his second coming. The first issue, are you prepared? Are you prepared? The second one, have you prepared the souls you are committing to your hands? Have you prepared those souls? Number one, have you prepared? Then two, have you prepared the souls you are committing to your hands? 
the souls you are supposed to bring home to heaven. Number three talks about your service unto this God. The talents he puts in your hands. Service. Many of us. You know I'm not a pastor. So that one is for pastors. You know I'm not a prophet. That one is for prophets. You are the child of God. As many as receive me. To them I gave what? To become what? Sons of God. There are powers that are given to you. You have given you power to tread upon what? The things I have given pastors. I have given prophets. All child of God, Lord, for who are children of God, have been given the power to do exploits. Those that know their God shall be strong, do what? Exploit. That's the fourth one. The power, authority God has given to you. Are you utilizing it? The power, the authority. Many that they will be disappointed, surprised, that part of what was hindered from entering heaven is that the authority he gave to them, they didn't utilize on earth. They were too busy with earthly things that they couldn't activate that power, that authority are given to them. That authority. I'll give unto you the keys of kingdom and heaven. There are keys you are giving to us. How many are utilizing it? How many? I gave you authority. I gave you power. You refuse to use it. To deliver people. To enrich people. To make my work easier on earth. For people. That authority you didn't use, you will account for it. The souls we are supposed to prepare for heaven, you didn't organize, you will account for it. What we are giving to you to organize yourself, you refuse to be prepared, you will account for it. The office, the service you are supposed to render, you didn't render, you will account for it. As I said, the first one we take is about our own preparation. Are you prepared? If rapture takes place now, where will you spend eternity? Are you prepared for him? In a world where a man sees nothing wrong in impregnating his daughters, and women see nothing wrong in marrying their sons, are you prepared for him? What can be likened to a generation where human beings prefer sex with animals and artificial toys, and men gave birth True manhood. How prepared are you? What kind of generation is this? They said the end time generation. The end time generation. We are all manner of evil. Even evil that are considered to be impossible will be legalized. Evil that when we are growing up, you dare not mention it. People dare not hear that you say such a thing. Today, it is published it's a word of life. People say anything evil they want to say and people will smile. Christians will go and renew their subscription to make sure they don't miss out in open sex that is shown on TV. What kind of generation is that? How prepared are you? In a generation where human beings breastfeed animals and women are getting married to their dogs and pets. What kind of generation is that? How prepared are you? In a generation where anal sex and pornography are recognized and being taught freely, even in schools, how prepared are you? How prepared are you? In a generation where ritualists, kidnappers, and robbers and bandits, fraudsters, assassins are recognized in our society and well honored. Just make the money. 
go back to your village, you become the next kingmaker. Your work becomes law. Nobody bothers about how you make the money. Nobody asks questions. Anybody that raises voice against you, praise singers will fight that person. They will say you are very envious because you have not made it. That's why you're asking, how did that person make his way? Say they be asking me, I have joined them. If you can't beat them, join them. We honor ritualists because they come with money in our society, in our homes, in the church. We give them positions. Committee chairman, secretary, project chairman, this and that. We are quick to celebrate people. We celebrate evil. Celebrate cannot pass. The love of money is the root of what? How prepared are you? Questionable characters are giving positions in churches, giving positions in our societies because of the money they throw around. Blood-sucking agents, blood-tasting agents, people in court, representatives of Satan himself, are highly elevated and recognized. Yet, we see nothing wrong about this because of the money they throw around. How prepared are you? Today, many heads of churches are man-made gods. They behave as if they have the keys of kingdom of heaven. Our altars and pulpits have no provision for salvation and so winning messages. Messages of enrichment. Enrichment. Messages of salvation is what takes you to heaven. The other ones are just provision the Lord has allowed us to use. Enablement to survive on earth. But the main message is the message of soul winning. Prosperity, where greatness is enablement to survive and execute his purpose for us on earth. It shouldn't be the main message. How often do we preach salvation messages from the pulpit? Today we pride in anointing service without redemption and cleansing of sin. Prayer meetings filled with hatred, unforgiveness, bitterness, malice, and revival without holiness. As a child of God, why are you locking up your brother? Something that happened years ago, I would never forgive. Yes, we knew he was bad. What he did was wrong. We agree. There's a lot of covering what? So what do we do? We make sure we don't give room for that thing to happen again. Am I talking to somebody? And we move on. If closing with that person has been a doorway for that person to attack you, don't allow that closeness again. But release that person from your heart or from your mind. Release that person. Don't lock up the person. Oh, because of this thing this person did to me. Ah! Anytime you cross my 18, I tackle. Nobody will enter your 18. You are called to forgive. You are called to express the peace of God, the love of God, the joy of God. You are called to live a tolerant life. Be patient with fellow human beings. To err is what? Human. To forgive is what? Err is human. Human beings must always err. It is natural for human beings to err. That's why to err is human. We are mortal. Jesus Christ is immortal. Mortal human beings must always aid to aid is human and to forgive is divine. Forgiveness is a heavenly language. There is no option to forgiveness. Offense and forgiveness are two areas where humanity and divinity comes together. Forgive is divine, it's above divinity. You must forgive. You can't carry on forgiveness and enter heaven. 
offense. Erring is normal as a human being. As a human being, if you err, divinity say, forgive. To err is human. To forgive is divine. It has to do with divinity and humanity. And then you want to carry it. Heaven has said, forgive. He's saying, I'm taking it to, to heaven. You can't carry that bag to heaven. There's a way, another route is the way to hell. I pray that will never be our portion. Learn to forgive. Learn to forgive. Don't hold things against people. They will always offend you. They would always eh? People always run us down. Don't hold it permanently against them. Pray for God to open their eyes. You're a child of God. You're the light. What makes you to be the light is the character of Christ in you. The character of Christ in us. That is what makes us the light. In your company, there are people you don't greet. Greet them. If they answer you, fine. If they answer you, no problem. Greet them. Learn to allow God to fight your battles. There are battles that God fights for you. He will the person's souls over to his kingdom. Learn to allow God to fight for you when you are provoked. As a child of God, don't keep people in this place. This mind hmm, belongs to who? God. It doesn't belong to hatred, unforgiveness, bitterness. Your heart. I said, I have the mind of who? I have the mind of, I don't have the mind of bitterness, unforgiveness, hatred. That is not for you. We have the mind of Christ. We must make sure our minds are secured in Jesus' name. How prepared are you for his second coming? We are not prepared when we jump from our church to clubs, worldly parties, and rock and roll ourselves in immorality and alcohol. Many Christians are still drinking alcohol. They say it doesn't matter. Before you even advise, they will tell you where it is in the Bible. They will tell you how many people that told Timothy, take little what? Why? That one that drink is it little? Many of them finish hot drink, cartons of beer. They say it's little wine. Were you told to take little wine? It was a Roman word for Timothy. Some will say Jesus turned water to what? Then if you must drink wine, go and turn water to wine and drink. When you drink, another spirit enters you. When you drink, you are capable of doing things that you wouldn't do when you are sane. You are in control of another spirit. That's why the Lord said, don't drink. Some will say, no, we need to drink, but as long as we can accommodate that. No, 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 it's wrong. It affects you in different ways. Under the guise of JTA generation, we have legalized and tolerated abortion and gay marriages. Women are now clothing themselves in rags in the name of fashion and seek to confirm the words of God in Isaiah 64 verse 6 that our righteousness is like a filthy what? Rag. We are rags in, in form of fashion. The body of Christ that is supposed to be the light is likened to a generation filled with rebellion, a generation filled with justification. We justify all our actions. A generation filled with lying and gossiping. Conspiracies on how to pull down one another. A generation filled with fault finding, unteachable spirit, living in disobedience, with no regard or fear of God. Quick to find fault. One small thing about your brother, hey, they circulate it, social media. About any pastor, here it goes around the world. Did you pray for that brother? Did you pray for that sister? Did you pray for that pastor? But you're quick to send those things around the world. Did you ask God, God, please, if this thing is true, what do I do? I offer my prayer for your mercy. Turn around this situation. This soul cannot go like that. 
you are happy that that soul will go to hell? Jesus Christ died for that soul. How well are you prepared? How prepared are you? Were you born with all these attachments? You have adorned your bodies with attachment on the head, attachment on the eyes, attachment on the fingernails, attachment on the toes, attachment on the legs, attachment on the neck, even medical adjustment of the size of our bonbon. They're using gas to pump it to be enlarged. What kind of life is that? Many of them die in that process. In that thing they do. They die. Some of them rotting with time. In the name of fashion. Fashion. Attachment. I'm a deliverance minister. I have seen this attachment with people. Marine used to keep people. I'm telling you. I have warned people about it before they thought it was a joke. Several people. Why will you use higher hand to buy debt? Were you born with all those things? Why can't you be moderate? Men tattoo everywhere. Women. Some dress snacks. The thing God cost. Why will you be a symbol on your body? Are you a satanist? Thirties, different things. Because of that, you won't wear dress again. You want people to see that your skin is designed. Designers. Some men, they're dressed. Pant has not been washed for three weeks. They want everybody to see how dirty the pant is. They say it's sagging. Entangled hairs, like mad people. They say it's guy. Is that how God created you? You stand before God with all those things. You enter heaven. I'm not judging, but I'm telling you the truth. There is no kingdom of God for you. I'm not judging, but I'm telling you the truth as a man of God. You carry these things. You enter. A man will turn himself to woman. Woman will turn himself to man. And you tell God, because you didn't create me, well, that's why I'm recreating myself. You didn't design me, well, that's why I'm redesigning myself. Are you prepared? Pastors will say, no, 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 don't worry. Religion is in the mind. Which mind? Who owns that mind? Is it your mind? Given to you by God. It's not your mind. Religion is in the mind. So people dress in and behave anyhow. And make people not to concentrate in service. You say religion is in the mind. It's not in the mind. It's a fake doctrine. Holiness is holiness and righteousness is righteousness. The body of Christ is supposed to be the light of the world. Where will you spend eternity? Are you a friend of God? Are you an enemy of God? If you are not prepared, you cannot prepare others. You need to be prepared for you to prepare others. Because you cannot give out what you don't have. We are saved to save others. Today the bell of salvation is ringing. As you come with me to the book of 2 Corinthians. Chapter 6 verse 17. The bell of salvation is ringing. And the Lord is saying to all of us, in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, He said, Wherefore, come out from among them. You don't belong there. Come out from among them, for you do not belong there. And be you separate, said the Lord. Separate yourself. This is not separation. In preparation, you must separate yourself. When commandos are raised for a special function, they are separated. The remaining communicado for that special assignment. You are a separated generation. Oracle of God for a specific assignment on this earth. Be you separate, said the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing. Those things are unclean in his sight. And I will receive you. Eating and I will be a father unto you. And you shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty. Bow your heads. We had the message this morning.
Where has it touched you? That's why I say we should come out. Live a separated life. This is time to tell ourselves the truth because Jesus is coming soon. So many people will be in their private jet and Jesus will come. They will find out that even people who are supposed to create landing space for them will not be there that day. You'll be on top of that money and rapture will come. You'll find that that money will become paper, useless. That estate, that skyscraper, you'll be there on top. And he will come and you realize the assets in America, in Canada, in Europe, in Asia, will no longer profit you anything. It was just for this time on and earth. Jesus is on earth. Hearken unto the word of God and his warning. That is coming. And that's why this morning I stand as a watchman. As I pray for you, I pray only for my soul. That all of us, under the sound of my voice, I have heard this message. We begin to amend our ways. Let us try our ways. Check ourselves out. Whatever this message has touched us, let's begin to ask for his mercy. Ask the Lord to touch us in a special way. Oh yes, let him touch you in a special way this morning. Let something happen, something new happen in our lives. Something new unto righteousness. Something new unto holiness. Unto fruit of the spirit. Unto obedience. Unto fear of the Lord happen this morning. As we make this altar call for total repentance, general repentance. Let his spirit touch somebody this morning. Now the Lord is that spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So come out from among them. We must come out through genuine repentance and confession this morning. And for those under the sound of my voice, wherever you are, and you have not given your life to Christ, it's a wonderful opportunity for you to give your life to Christ. Ask for his mercy through his precious blood. That you realize your life of sin will take you nowhere except hell. That by reason of your confession this morning, ask him to reposition you from the book of death to the book of life. Ask his blood to purge you and cleanse you and make you who he has ordained you to be. He didn't create you to go to hell. He created you to make heaven. Finish as something he has called you to do on earth and spend eternity in him. Father, receive our prayer this morning. Let your mercy prevail. Let your grace prevail. That by the time we listen to part two of this message, Father, every door where the money penetration alive will be totally sealed in Jesus' name. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemon Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070-3668-7445. May God richly bless you.